On today's pod, we have another recording of Ryerson Match, and this week we have two students who are a part of Ryerson Clubs. So we have Cpan, who is part of the Ryerson Science Society or the RSS, and we have Farnas, who is the president of the Stem Cell Club. So please lean in and enjoy this conversation talking about their clubs, how they got into these clubs, and also their struggles with Farnas and Cpan. And so if you want to introduce yourself, so maybe Cpan you can go first. Hey everybody. So yeah, my name is Cpan Akazian. I am a third year biomed student and um, I am currently on the RSS, Ryerson Science Society as the VP Student Life. Uh, I also worked at Biomed In um, this year. That was a networking event that happened for science and engineering students. Um, and yeah, turns back curriculars. That's about it. So Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Farnas, and I am currently in my fifth and God bless final year in biomedical science. I'm ready to graduate and move on to bigger and better things. Um, my major role is I am president of the Ryerson Stem Cell Club. Um, I have actually been on the RSS um, as a secretary for about two years now. And um, I'm also doing uh, research with Dr. Kimberly Gilbride. Um, do you guys have any part-time jobs besides like your crazy school uh, school schedule? You want to do like me first and then Farnas? Yeah, we can, it doesn't matter. Cool. We'll, we'll just, okay. Um, so I work at Try Mentoring as well. Um, I'm the lead mentor for the Faculty of Science. Uh, that's honestly like it's 10 hours. It's actually not that bad, especially when you're online all the time. You don't have to like commute to school to work. It, it, it's kind of nice. Uh, I also do some tutoring like on, on the side. Uh, that's like an on and off thing, but yeah. Which uh, company do you work for? Cause I know Steph and I both tutor for Tutor nice. Doctor. Tutor Doctor. Is it oh. Tutor Doctor too? Tutor Doctor, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do uh, yeah, like grade 11 and 12 bio and chem. Okay. You guys do the same or what do you guys do? Um, I have like a little girl that I tutor. I haven't tutored her in a while though. Um, she's yeah. a grade three. So I just do like, mm. I'm more for like little kids. Cause I, I Oh. On, it's all like little kids so mm. we're stuck with that awesome awesome well yeah i've just been doing like um people in like grade nine science and that but like sometimes when i'm tutoring they're like oh can you help me with my um civics and careers project and i'm just like sure um but farnas do you have any part-time jobs um you know i was gonna say are they hiring because <laughs> i currently don't have any um any jobs right now for reasons related to COVID, but I am planning for the future and I'm hoping to work like within the next couple months as a research, teaching and medical assistant. So still in the process of that. <laughs> That's so good. And for sure, tutor doctor is hiring because uh, they just set you up with like any student that needs help. Mm -hmm. So you could just apply for sure. And you'll probably get it. That's yeah. I will definitely do that. <laughs> So you touched upon this for Naz already. Do you guys want to talk about if you have any research jobs or other volunteering? So do you want to talk about your research that you do for Naz? Sure. Um, so I am currently doing thesis with Dr. Gilbride, as I mentioned, um, where we focus on establishing an optimized protocol for detecting COVID-19 in wastewater. Um, 
you know, it's it's been a gratifying experience working on a project that's so um, relevant to everything that's happening right now. And overall, we're coming up with a protocol for testing wastewater as an early warning surveillance tool. Um, and uh, eventually, you know, detect SARS-CoV-2 and wastewater, um, since some individuals who are positive for the virus don't necessarily show symptoms of the disease, but nevertheless, they shed it and they eliminate it out of their bodies. So um, eventually, once we have this protocol in place, we're working to um, work, correlate our, our results with public health, and then eventually prevent any outbreaks within specific regions of the GTA. That's so good. So like, I'm just so curious. So you get to the lab, like, what do you do? Like, what's like the, the day to day things? Oh, yeah, um, honestly, it's so different. Uh, we've actually got a pretty big team working on it right now, just because we have so many samples coming in, um, that it's not doable for just a like an undergrad uh, like an undergrad student. Um, but, you know, there's like a series of experiments that we run um, where we process the wastewater. We try to kind of test some kind of uh, different um, uh, different things to try to make it as optimal as possible and, and you know, time efficient, energy efficient. Um, you know, we extract the RNA out of it, uh, the total RNA, and then we use qPCR to kind of detect um, SARS-CoV-2. Then we just generate some standard curves and then eventually we will be um, working towards finding as many copies there are and then um, figuring out, um, you know, like we, we kind of compare it with our standard to see like how, how like flux, how the, how COVID-19 test results are actually like fl fluctuating within the community. Can you like give us a little sneak peek or do you have to wait for it to be published? But like, is there like a certain area that has a higher proportion? I'm just so curious. I don't know if you could tell well, me. Um, so, you know, we're actually uh, like, I, I will say, I think we are top three in Canada in terms of like how many samples we're getting and uh, which is like really good for Ryerson. Um, honestly, I wouldn't say that there's like any particular area, like we do, we do like different wastewater treatment system, uh, treatment plants. Um, so we do Humber, Ashbridge, and then now we're actually going upstream in certain areas, but they're just called like sites. So we don't really know exactly the, the, the GTA that they're, they're the ring held in, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm just so curious, but thank you. And CPEN, are you like getting into research or, oh no. No, Nothing. sad face. I'm not in anything right now. Um, it okay. was, um, I think, like a lot of kind of third years in general, <laughs> maybe like those who aren't in their final year, like, you know, people had plans or like they were kind of supposed to apply in the summer and that just like didn't happen because of COVID. So mm -hmm. kind of in that boat right now, but I definitely want to take like a thesis or maybe mini thesis next year, as I'm sure um, a lot of you are aware, hopefully, like that's something that you should definitely look into to do it'll um it's a course you can take uh you know if you i think i don't know if there's strict gpa requirement to take it but like you know if you kind of are interested in research like that's a great opportunity to kind of get something at least right or kind of test the test the water a little bit see if you like it so it's my plan yeah I, can i just second that what cpen said um you don't really necessarily need like I mean, they do kind of look at the GPA, but it's mostly like if you are interested in research, this is an amazing opportunity to, to get involved. And, um, you know, I would start reaching out to profs 
um, and like look at the research, see what you're interested in and, and or start reaching out to them and, and tell them that you're interested in um, doing thesis next year. Mm -hmm. Or even 999, I, I'm, I don't yeah. know if you kind of told everyone, yeah, that's like really good. I know one of my friends kind of got it until COVID had other plans, but <laughs> the, that's a, also a great opportunity because the prof doesn't like even pay you. So it's like maybe more incentive for them to take you on. I don't know, but yeah, explore, explore around a little bit and um, see what you can Barnes, how did you get to like do your thesis with Dr. Gilbride? Like you just like reached out to her and let her know you were interested? Yeah, so I, I reached out to a couple of profs and Dr. Gilbride was kind enough to like, you know, um, set up like a meeting with me over Zoom. Um, we just discussed certain certain things. Um, she discussed the projects that she was doing. She's actually doing like various different ones. And um, I signed the form, told like wrote down that she was my like top choice. And uh, like, thankfully she, she wanted me and part of her team. So uh, yeah, I got involved and, and there were so many different projects that, that she had. And I was actually trying to pick and choose because they, they all sounded good, but um, I'm so happy with the, the thesis that I'm working on right now. So you had to pick like your top, like did you have to reach out to like a certain number of professors? Like was there like a top three that you had to kind of like communicate with in regards to like getting your thesis? Like did you have to pick? Yeah, so it's kind of like a ranking. So, um, you know, like it, it's a pretty, it's not a long form, but you basically, you reach out to the profs. I think you, you have like, they will be sending out some emails regarding that. I don't know if anyone else um, has details on that, but um, like last year, they they you know would tell you that they that this course is taking place. You should just start reaching out to different professors, um, and you just talk to as many as you can. I don't think there is really a limit. There might be like a top five, but you know if you've only spoken to one or two, um, like that's totally fine too. It's just a matter of um, trying to cover all bases just in case because there's. Um, you know you're you just want to make sure like it's really interesting because not everyone's guaranteed it of course um and which is why it's like recommended to reach out to as many okay, as yeah, possible sounds good um and we can start with you cpan if you can just dive into what exactly you do with the rss um and how you manage to balance all of that with your schoolwork and your social life as well well i don't know if we all really have a social life right now but yeah <laughs> sure um so I basically put on events, I think simply put, that's what I um, mostly do. And if this was in person, I'd be putting on events and different different kinds of things. If it's like a social night, a games night, maybe something a little bit more academic related even. We do have a VP academic, but I, you know, some of the events, events um, the VP events last year also did the same thing. Uh, mental health related events as well. So um, there's different things I would do um, traditionally. This year, we've been kind of doing most of our events on a Discord that we have, um, and just mostly like game nights and some presentations here and there throughout the semester. Um, so there's, it's not that, like, I'm not doing that many events where I'm kind of like overwhelmed by it. So I, I kind of um, just, I haven't found it too difficult to balance what I'm doing now with the events, but I think kind of one, tip or for anyone who's looking to get involved like kind of maybe structure your time like for me I like planning events and talking to my committee and all my RSS stuff maybe like first thing in the morning or sometimes it's like at night you know what I mean like if, it, if there's something upcoming like 
I'll kind of look at it in the morning um, before I start any work, right? Or, or at night. So uh, not, I don't really like mixing my work with RSS. Like it's like, I kind of like separate it like you, like a job almost, right? So um, that's the best thing, yeah, I think. And trying to get like planned the entire semester out as best I could um, has definitely been helping me, so yeah. Yeah, I can relate to how you like do certain stuff in the morning and certain stuff like at night, like whatever needs like the most brain power for me, like I need to do it like first thing, like after I have breakfast or something, because at night I'm like, like past 3 p.m. for me, I can't do anything that's like, you need to put your heart and soul into it and figure out how to do it. Um, but Farnas, could you just dive into how you, you manage to balance your time, even with all the research you're currently doing? Yeah, I mean, um, I found that with the more, the more volunteering that I do, the more I'm inclined to um, try to manage my time and kind of put specific blocks of, of my time and, and, and energy into, into different things. And it's, it's helped me manage my time a little bit more. Um, definitely with the Ryerson Stem Cell Club as president, I've just been constantly trying to um, think about like, how can we make our club the best that we can, we can possibly do? Um, how can we improve it from previous years? Um, we, we went from a team of about 10 people to 100 now. So trying to manage, you know, so many people is, is it has been, it has been a challenge, but it's been, um, you know, it's been really good. I've been uh, learning how to build on my leadership skills in that sense. But um, in terms of managing my time, I think like, I agree with you. Um, you really do need to pick a certain time of when you're going to actually do it and if it's going to if it needs like if it requires a lot of brain power i would suggest doing it first you know swallowing that frog and then getting on to your other stuff i think someone had a question for you maybe Amphil, did you raise your hand maybe it was an accident it was an accident okay um You, you, you muted yourself by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question, we'll just move on. Is there something or someone that inspires you guys? So CPAN, maybe if you want to go first. Sure. Um, I think, uh, I think just trying to be better than yesterday. Kind of like, I really like the Farna said, she wants to make her club the best it could be. I think translating that to yourself is um, a really good kind of just tip for everybody, right? Like you want to be better than you were yesterday. Um, whether that be in a course you were doing um, or just like a fitness goal that you have, like just improving yourself and trying to not get too comfortable. I think especially now, like I was, I always tell my friends this, like, I feel like, you know, at home, we're always, we're also comfortable here, right? Like we don't, it's not like we go to Ryerson and we're in a lecture hall and we need to like kind of really behave ourselves and act differently. Like we can lie down on our beds if we want and listen to a lecture, right? But I think you, you should still try as much as you can to push yourself. And I think a lot of people coming here um, to taking this certificate course is one good thing you can do, like um, kind of hearing different people and gaining different perspectives. But that's definitely something I've kind of realized a lot. Like I don't want to get too comfortable now. I want to keep trying to be a better person if it's club related if it's school related if it's whatever so 
yeah yeah I think now that we're all home is like the best time to really just like self-reflect because mm -hmm. going like to those lecture halls or even when you're going to like write an exam and there's like hundreds of students it can be like really intimidating and you can tend to start comparing yourself to others but it's best to like not compare yourself to other people but to who you to how far like you've come along like to who you were uh yesterday so I completely agree um and Farnas what or who inspires you yeah, in terms of what inspires me, I think Sipin kind of nailed it. Um, just like, you know, the club, the research that I do, it's really inspired me to like be the best version of myself. And it constantly reminds me to not only, you know, work on those goals, but to never stop wanting to work on those goals and accomplish new things. Um, not to mention thinking about my future self and, and my, my dream job. Like I look forward to the future and I uh, and like what I want to be doing for the rest of myself. And I remind myself that, you know, you need to work hard right now. You need to hustle for the pretty things so that in the future you can live in leisure and happiness. And of course, it's not like don't have this mindset that, you know, you're not in a happy place right now. Um, it is a journey to people and you have to always remind yourself of that. Um, and, you know, you're, you just got to tell yourself you're more than capable of doing doing it you've been doing it so far so just you know keep going um in terms of who inspires me you guys are gonna laugh at this um but hear me out it's ariana grande <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you why <laughs> so not only is she stunning and unfathomably talented she's always had this bright aura about her and she's she's been through so many like traumatic events in her life and instead of wallowing and shutting down she's like taken these challenges as learning curves um, as lessons to help her grow. Um, and that's just a powerful thing to be committed to positivity and to add light and energy to any form of darkness. So she inspires me to transform this fear of an obstacle uh, or setback and use it to my advantage as a stepping stone to success. And that's really helped me to like bounce forward from these so-called setbacks. I completely agree with all of you. Um, my thing too is like if I feel unproductive one day I always tell myself okay you'll do better tomorrow that's like my thing which is kind of like the same thing as what you said Pen. just like I'll I'll make sure that I work extra hard the next day so I don't get so down on myself like even just today for example I was super unproductive today I don't know why I just wouldn't lose one of those days so now and tomorrow I'm gonna wake up early do my stuff like I'm more motivated and also Fernaz what you said um just envisioning your future. I do that a lot now. And I'm trying to like look at YouTube videos and like, cause I want to go to med school. Like I want to be a doctor. So like now I'm watching scrubs. Like I want to just like put myself in that setting because like, I don't know anyone who's like done it too. So I'm trying to like, just like envision it as much as I can. And that's like really helping to push me forward because like, I, I like what I see too. Like I like that lifestyle. I like, even though it's a show, but I think that's a good, thing too just to like look at youtube videos and research your future because that will motivate you and get you more excited to study and do what you need to do you're manifesting it <laughs> manifesting it. um okay i'll just ask the next question then maybe um so speaking of what i want to do after university what do you guys want to do like what's the plan um cpan if you want to go first sure um medicine yeah same as you julia um and I think uh, most of you here, well, maybe not most, but some of you here definitely are thinking of that as a path. And um, I think anyone who's 
kind of done any research and stuff has knows that it isn't something that comes immediately after your undergrad all the time. For some people, you know, they get in earlier, um, but some they don't. And uh, I think for me, like, I do want to do a master's after um, undergrad if work out and not only because, oh, like I'm nothing better to do, but I think one thing I felt, I don't know if anyone else has felt it, but I kind of, again, it may be um, similar to the whole comfortable feeling, but being at home uh, and having online school, I feel like I haven't like really challenged myself that much. I don't know. It's uh, exactly what it is, but it's like, I think if we were actually in person and, you know, we had people watching us with tests and there's more opportunities to do stuff. Like, I think I would feel more comfortable, but I personally feel like, um, like something like a master's degree, it doesn't have to be a thesis. It can be, um, you know, course-based as well. Like I feel like getting out of hopefully by that time, you know, COVID's over and stuff too, like getting that higher form of education and like, again, pushing yourself, just like we talked about, like, that's something I personally like really look forward to doing and, and engaging with any science field. Right. Um, so I don't know what it's what it's going to be, but, um, you know, hopefully I can find it. So those are my plans. Yeah, I, I think that, too. Sometimes sometimes I feel like we're so young, like we're only 20, like I'm, I'm 20. And to get into med school now, like I still feel like a little bit immature. So I think to have that extra like year, maybe or two years like of a master's would be good. But at the same time, like, I don't really want to wait. So like, I, I'm conflicted too with that of like, do I want to take more years, grow, gain more experience, be more confident? Or do I just want to like, kind of get into it, push myself and just like force myself to grow? So I think a lot of people get into their master's though. That's, that's really common now. I, I think um, like, it's kind of sometimes not really even up to you. Unfortunately, of course, I mean, no one really likes it. Uh, it's not only with med, you know, law is kind of the same. Some of these tougher, maybe professional schools where a lot of people apply. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, kind of like, if it doesn't work out, like I want to do this, but I'm also like, maybe before I was kind of like, oh, master's like, no, like that's too long, two more years on top of everything. But now it's kind of like, like, just like you said, like we're young, like we have so much room to educate ourselves and, and, and get better, especially after we put in like four years into a science degree, right? You know, why not almost? Um, so yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see. And uh, Farnas, what's your so, point? Here comes the popular response. It's also medicine. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not gonna speak too much about it. I mean, I, I totally agree with both of you in, in terms of, you know, feeling like doing a master's is too long, you know, you just want to, you just want to do it. You want to be on the journey already. Um, of course, there's, there's no rush. Um, you know, I'm here doing a fifth year and next year I, I am planning to do a one-year master's and then jumping into medicine. And it's always good to have that plan B, plan C, plan D, <laughs> um, you know, just in case. And like, just to cover all your bases. Like if you, if you feel like you can't decide right now, still go for it. And, you know, like everything, you know, I think everything happens for a reason and it, everything works out in the end. Um, I think, and that's like a very reassuring thing. Um, just uh, like basically to what CPAN said, um, definitely like 
I mean, I'm someone who loves learning and I'm just such a curious person. Like I, I have people ask me like, why do you ask so many questions? Because I'm curious, I love it. Um, but never stop learning. And, uh, you know, even if it's, you know, you don't want to do a master's, you don't want to continue, um, you know, going to a university afterwards or whatever, um, you know, you can, there's so many resources online um, and, you know, you can read so many books, like there's knowledge everywhere. Um, like at the, at the tip of your fingertips. So um, never stop learning. Yeah. I think if I can just add one point, I think irregardless of what you want to do with your future, you know, like things may take longer than expected, especially, you know, I think a lot of us have seen that with COVID, a lot of our plans that we had, not just academic related with even like things like vacations or even just seeing family, everything has been turned upside down almost. Right. And one thing I kind of tell myself is, like, if you can try to be the best at whatever you're doing, try, you know, maybe you won't be the best out of everybody. But if you can just commit yourself really hard to what you love, like, it'll work out in the end. I like I guarantee it. I mean, you need like a good positive attitude along with that. You need to be kind to others. Like, there's a lot of things that come with it. But if you can try your best to push yourself and get yourself out of that comfort zone to make it to your goals, like you will make it for sure. I've seen stories so I don't again I don't know anyone really in medicine too like none of my family members are doctors but there's stories online I've read there's people with other careers that I've seen like people push themselves and they make it there is a light at the end of the tunnel right so keep that in mind I think yeah and I think we have to also keep in mind that there's no rush to like get finish your degree or go to medical school like some people are like 30 years old and uh like getting their degree and there's nothing wrong with that and I also think that like not getting into the program that you want to get into or not getting into med school or law school, like in the moment, it might seem like the end of the world, but it's just because like, there's probably better plans for you. Like there's probably something else that is set for you to do. Like it kind of just has to do with what you believe in. Um, I believe that like everything happens for a reason. So if, if like you're having a shitty day, like it's because you're supposed to have a shitty day today and learn a lesson about it. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, we kind of touched on this question already about like managing your extracurriculars, um, but how has COVID impacted that? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I think it's been positive in terms of how much more time I've had. Uh, that's definitely like big, like not having not to uh, commute downtown and like, especially with my thing where I have to like actually put on events in physical places, which means booking rooms, getting food, all that stuff. I don't have to do any of that. So like, it's pretty nice <laughs> in terms of that. But I think there is a downside with the engagement. Um, and other people I've kind of talked to have felt the same, like, it's just not the same when you're online. Like right now, if we were in a classroom, and you know, I guess if me and Farnaz and Julia and Stephanie were kind of up, like, it would be different, you know, we're, we're actually physically there. Right. But I think, um, I think, zoom and discord and these online things it's just not the same like you can't really go around and kind of chat with people uh after events or you know that moment even before a lecture right like where you're kind of just chatting to like your friends like 10 minutes before the lecture so it's like I haven't had any of that at all it's kind of like sad <laughs> it's like the lecture just starts and it's like it goes for like two hours so um same with the clubs like if if I was um like a VP student life and we were in person like I would kind of go around different people talk to them and see how they're doing but it's like, I just have to hope that everyone's having fun almost, right? 
Um, so there's an upside and a downside. Uh, it just depends on, I guess, how much you give that worth, I guess, that aspect. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it also makes you appreciate too, like when you do see other people, I feel like I'm like 10 times more happy when I am in the presence of like people other than my family. Now I like actually look forward to going to work, which is so rare. But now I, I could just talk to my coworkers. It's something that like, I usually, it's just like a daily thing. Like you just, whatever, hi, how are you? But now I'm like extra excited to see them. It's just like seeing new faces and their expressions. It's something that we really take for granted but um, hopefully soon everything will open up. Vaccines hopefully are coming. <laughs> and uh, oh, I think Steph's got disconnected. I think she was uh, frozen, I saw her. Yeah, okay. Okay, Fernaz, if you wanna go? Sure. Um, yeah, basically everything that you guys said, <laughs> um, it's the downside of, of coming last because everyone's saying what you wanna say, but um, yeah, like I completely agree. Um, we really lose sight in like the littlest things like Sipan was saying how like, you know, you're just sitting in a classroom in a lecture and you're looking beside someone and you know, you're, you're meeting new people, which is something that we don't do anymore. And um, you know, like I, looking at the, the downsides first and then I'll look at the good sides. Um, uh, it has been tough trying to find, make new people, like find, make new friends and, and all of that. Um, I know some, some course, some, they're very, very strict on you um, engaging with um, different students, uh, like in the class, just for, you know, I don't know, um, uh, privacy reasons or um, like plagiarism, that kind of stuff, which is a little bit difficult because, you know, we're, we're students who, you know, like the best way to learn is through like teaching and, and, and speaking to other students about it, which is kind of something that we're very limited on now. Um, but you know the good sides is you know you're saving a lot of money you're not commuting as much um you're spending a lot of time like at home with your family or your loved ones if you like if you have a family um if you're living with a family right now um but for the most part uh like how i've been managing it i've just been i've been pretty lucky in the sense that i get to go to the lab every couple times a week. Um, and I think that's definitely helped me not lose my insanity <laughs> of staying at home. Um, but yeah, I, and you know, in terms of, of socializing with, with people, like I, I try my best to connect with all of my friends, you know, through phone. And we, we do have like these little Zoom study sessions. And um, you know, it's, of course, it's not the same when you get involved in extracurriculars, but I guess like the only thing I can say is, like everything right now is temporary. Um, and you just gotta look at, you know, you gotta look at the fact that everything's temporary, nothing lasts forever, uh, which can be a good thing. Um, and um, I had a major point, but I forgot. Um, I, I, it was so important. Um, oh, I lost it. I can just um, I can add something. Maybe you can think about it while I'm talking. <laughs> um, well, I just want to thank you guys because all these events that you guys put on too, especially the RSS, I think that really helps. And I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but it, it really can make someone's day just to speak to other people that they're not used to speaking to and just to make new connections. So that really, really helps. And I think we honestly need more events. And I can promote any event that you guys have 
that's upcoming if you want to share it because I honestly want to participate in it too because I feel so like disconnected from everyone so if you guys want to share any upcoming events that are happening uh I'll, yeah I'll go first um honestly we like there's nothing strict right now that I've decided on but like there's a lot of um kind of social night game night type stuff we do on discord um so I can I guess I can put the link in the chat if you guys want to join it um so I'll just do that really quickly um and some if you followed uh if you follow us on Instagram rise Sai society you'll definitely see any events that we put on there so I'll just share the link in the Instagram for you guys honestly I need like any excuse to get off my phone that's like my number one thing because like when I'm studying or anything like on the computer I just tend to like go my messages and go my phone and be distracted so like any excuse to talk to other people is, is helpful. And for Naz, do you want to share anything? Did you remember your point? I did. Should I should I say that first? <laughs> uh, I think the, the best advice I can give right now is like, you should just focus on self-care and self-love. And, you know, you should just focus on how do we make ourselves better? What, what can we do in this time? Like we have so much time on our hands, right? Um, so we should learn, like we should try to um, expand our knowledge on something. We should, um, you know, work out. We, like we have these excuses of not being able to work out. Like we can do, we can still work out at home. I know it's not the same, but you know, you could do those like body weight kind of workouts on YouTube and um, yoga and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta look on how can I grow as a person that otherwise I couldn't have done if I didn't have the time to, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, okay. So in terms of the events that the Ryerson Stem Cell Club has, um, we do have the Will You Marrow Me event coming up on March 9th. Um, and, you know, this is, we're going to have a couple of panelists, stem cell donor and recipients coming in and as well as a professor or um, just some kind of influencer that's going to be talking uh, a little bit more about like why, why it's so important to donate your stem cells, how you can do it. Um, and of course, there's going to be like a, a pretty fun activity. Um, we call it the speed friending thing. So it gives you a chance to kind of connect with people and um, talk to people. Because I know like we, we all want a little bit more socialization. I think someone's unmuted by accident. You guys don't mind muting just for now, unless you have a question. And then uh, the next event that we're that is taking place is going to be uh, the Ryerson Stem Cell Club's first uh, networking event, and we're going to have a couple of professionals who are in stem cell research, as well as um, you know um, some professionals that are you know. Um, in the club that can actually be talk a little bit more about the importance of it, try to get um, try to get students more involved and uh, like just to learn a little bit more about stem cell research. So I'm just gonna throw in the chat our Instagram, um, our email, as well as the link to the Canadian Blood Services website um, if you do want to donate. And of course, I can throw in my personal as well. Um, if anyone wants to volunteer, um, we are accepting everyone. Um, you're more than happy to um, email me if you have any questions. 
Beautiful. Thank you. And can I just, sorry, Julie, can I just add one more thing yeah. too? Um, this is something for in the future, but if you are looking to like kind of really get involved and do something really fun, orientation for science, like we're always going to need leaders um, to kind of guide just coming in. This is going to be like end of August that we're doing it. But I really recommend, like I've been doing it every year since I came um, and we're probably, it's probably going to be online again, but it was still really fun last year. There was a huge turnout. There's still a server that people still talk in. So um, I definitely, definitely recommend, um, and you can kind of follow the Rice Eye Society and see um, any updates on that. So, or you can hit me up. I'll tell you about it. I also uh, wanted to mention, I emails today that there's like um, coffee. I don't know if you guys talked about this because my Wi-Fi cut out, um, but there's like coffee time with profs now. So you can like go click on the Zoom link and um, just like chat with the profs and get to know them. So for anyone that's trying to get into like research or get closer with a prof, I think that's a great opportunity to just um, get them to know your name and your face and show them that you're interested. Yeah, I actually went um, the, the last time right before reading week and they were planning on doing it weekly. And it is like really, really chill for anyone who wants to go. You literally just kind of sit, you just talk um, uh, about whatever. They kind of ask you for some feedback on courses or anything that you have questions for. So it was really nice. So definitely recommend yeah, that. I, I didn't even know it was like going on. I just saw the email today. I thought it was I can share, I can send or forward this email to everyone because mm -hmm. I just looked it up now. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll forward this to everyone in the meeting so you guys can join. It says uh, weekly Zoom meeting um, Friday at 3 p.m. if you guys are interested. Okay, so I guess we'll do our final question. And um, if you guys want to tell everyone some advice to give to students. So CPEN, if you wanna go first. Sure. Um, I think I've said mostly uh, any advice that I had, but um, yeah, I actually did wanna kind of say the whole uh, COVID is temporary thing. Um, so far enough, thanks for stealing that. But um, yeah, like I think, the most important thing right now, it's probably seems like for a lot of people, like days are kind of the same and you're kind of barely dragging yourself out of bed and like, it's all so, ugh, right. But I think um, like we talked about like, you know, maybe working out at home or get, getting involved in other stuff, like try your best to take some time to yourself. Like, uh, and one thing that's really works for me is kind of shifting my attitude. I think before I was always kind of like, oh, I need to like keep working. I can't like take a break, right? Like for me, taking a break would be like, maybe it's like watching something on Netflix or like working out or, or whatever. But I think honestly, like those things that you do, if, if it's reading, if it's playing an instrument, working out, anything, those are actually like productive in my opinion. I really think like you taking time away from school is as important as you putting in those hours at school. Because I personally, like I get burnt out really quickly. Um, if I'm like grinding for like 12 hours, like multiple days in a row, like I can only maybe do that once and then I'm like, I'm, I'm done for the next day. But um, I think setting some goals in something else that's not school, right? Like pushing yourself to try something else and do something else that's fun, right? Like uh, working out is obviously a really easy one. Like 
there's so many things on YouTube. If you have weights at home, you can get that done. If it's books, um, anything. So try to do that. And like, I think you'll find that um, the day pass by a little bit quicker and it'll be more fun or you can get involved, right? So, yeah. I don't know if yeah. I shared this, sorry, Steph. Um, what I like to do, like you speaking of like reading and like doing like other things, I like to put my phone away at night. I like to put it in another room and I like to just read as like my final thing to go to bed. And I think that's really helped me just to like wind down, have like some rest time and something that's like other than social media and like rotting my brain. So I, I recommend that for you guys. I, I charge it in like in the hallway. So like, I don't look at it right when I wake up and right when I go to bed, it's something that like, it's just out of sight, out of mind. I don't like have FOMO looking like people going out on my phone and like getting anxious before I sleep or right when I wake up. So it's something I, I recommend. That's my advice. And yeah, sometimes like this week has been like extremely, it's only Wednesday, but it's been like extremely busy for me. And I find that when I don't take my time, take that time for myself, um, whether it's like 30 minutes a day, like I kind of like get like upset with myself for not just taking that time to just like am I mentally okay like did I take time for myself today other than just staying at my desk for from 8 a.m to 10 p.m like it's 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 not okay to do that like everyone needs to understand that you need to take that time to just like focus on yourself and like your own well-being other than your grades and anything else you're uh worried about I completely agree with that um burnout is the worst thing and it happens to all of us as students and it's best to kind of kind of go in like segments. So like you you do a little bit of work, reward yourself, take a break, do do things that like make you happy and have fun to kind of recharge. You know, it's easier to recharge something that's, you know, like only halfway like dead, if if that makes sense, versus if you're completely burnt out, it's just gonna take much longer to kind of get back up and being productive and motivated to doing that. Um, if I may, uh, like to give my advice, I have three quotes. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a quote junkie, I'm sorry. Um, but one of them would be to be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Um, and essentially what I mean here is you should find your passion in life, whatever it is. And I promise you, you're going to everything else will just fall into place. You know, I found my passion with the stem cell club and that really helped me build my momentum to like taking on other challenges like research um, as like other extracurriculars. And that's helped me to build my experience, improve my skills. And when you find your passion, that's something that like really drives you and motivates you to execute your ambitions in life. And this kind of goes into the next quote, which would be to embrace change with open arms. Um, and this actually took me a while to master. Uh, I used to be so afraid of change and now I've like fallen in love with the concept. Um, you know, especially with everything that's going on right now with the pandemic, everything has been flipped 180 degrees um, as we already know. And we really need to keep in mind that change is inevitable. It's happening all around us, you know, like who would have thought that we'd be sitting in Zoom right now uh, talking with one another. Um, it's it's crazy, um, you know? So change is just an inevitable part of life and we might as well just embrace it. Um, it's really what gets us moving forward and growing into the best versions of ourselves. Um, 
And finally, I'm going to say my last quote. Uh, it's, it's the famous Nike slogan, it's just do it. Um, now it's safe to say that we've all procrastinated on something from time to time, or maybe like all the time for some of us. Um, I was guilty of that like for a couple of years, um, but by changing our mindset to get to just getting started on those things that we've been wanting to do, it really gets us far in life and, and gets us fall far in our goals. You know, if you have an assignment, just do it, you know, whether it's just reading the assignment, like you're already starting, you're already starting the process, you're, you're basically beginning the process of marinating all of those ideas in your head. And that's going to help you eventually like get it done a lot better and faster, you know, um, so yeah, we're like, we're all halfway through the semester, thank God. And like, let's just hustle and, and get through this. I love all of those quotes. <laughs> um, I, I find with myself too, like I'll get anxious thinking about doing something. I'll get more anxious thinking about doing something rather than just doing it. Because once I do it, it's like, okay, this is fine. It's yeah. not, like, you can just overanalyze like, oh my God, this is gonna take me forever. I don't wanna do it, I push it back, push it back. And then once you do it, you're like, oh, I feel so much better. I'm, I'm getting it done. And I, I, so I think that's really good advice. And I like to do like, like little things each day. Like I can't wait till last minute and cram everything and just like do like a full lab report in one day. I cannot do that. I have to like, like today, like I looked at like materials and methods and then tomorrow I'm going to like do calculation. Like I need to like do a little bit at a, at a time just to not overwhelm myself. So just yeah. laughing because that's like exactly what I said to myself today for like this assignment we have to do. I'm like, I'm gonna do materials methods today tomorrow for the calculations. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Oh, I saw like this thing on TikTok that it's like the reason you procrastinate is because of the anxiety that you get thinking about what you have to do. So literally just go and do it because if you don't go do it, you're gonna keep procrastinating and getting that anxiety. Um I think we're done with the question and answers for now. Does anyone have questions for our panelists before we do breakout rooms? Any questions in the chat? Okay. Does anyone have any other quotes? I love these quotes. I'm gonna put these on my wall. I have a quote on my wall, actually. It's my quote of the month. I do quotes of the month. It says, as people, we are scared of the unknown, just like kids are afraid of the dark. Have courage to find out what you don't know and continue learning about what you do. Life is a challenge, have courage. So that's my quote of the month. I really like that. Beautiful. Oh, I, I like Steven's quote. Oh, Muhammad, you can, you can speak. Yeah, sorry, I have a little quote on my phone that I'd like to share as well. Sure, so this one is from Marcus Aurelius. Uh, the quote is, here's a rule to remember in future. When anything tempts you to feel bitter, not this is misfortune, but to bear this worthily is good fortune. I really like that quote because it means that, yeah, because it means that whenever you're confronted with something that's really, really challenging you, uh, you can kind of treat it like, you can kind of treat it like an, an, an opportunity for improvement. So I really like that quote. I love that. Mm. I love how everyone has a quote, like, uh, like Stefania, she, she does it every month. I used to put like a bunch of quotes on my calendar so each month would have its own like its own theme basically but yeah I have like a quote wall <laughs> if you can see it it's just thousands of quotes 
Um, maybe another one would be, even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over just if you just sit there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of keeps you humble, you know, just keep going. Um, you know, you're not your final version of yourself. Always continue growing and always continue working on your goals to becoming the best version of yourself. A person who never made a mistake, never tried. Ever. My favorite one is nothing but in life comes easy like that's my favorite one it's, I think people just expect just to sit around and do nothing and <laughs> and like get everything but like life doesn't work like that you got to put yourself out there yeah like this week has kind of been like overwhelming so last night I was getting like anxious about like the future and I, and then like before I went to bed I'm like well it's not going to be easy so just <laughs> hang in there you know uh, it's, it's not easy because like that means you're actually growing from it you're learning from it you know if everything was easy, no one would, no one would grow. Like, if everything was easy, then everyone would do it. Like, if yeah. school was easy, then everyone would do med, like, everyone would get into med school. You gotta, you gotta stand out. Yeah. I need and to I'm come cool. to, it's like good therapy. <laughs> we all think the same way, and it's good just to, like, talk about, like, each yeah. of our experiences, like, mm-hmm. we all get anxious. We all, like, tell ourselves things in the mirror and just try to motivate each other. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh. Um, should I open breakout rooms? Yeah, so we're going to do breakout rooms. And so each of the panelists will have their own room. And you guys can ask more like individual questions uh, just for a bit of time. So, Steph, do you want to open them? So if it doesn't work for you, just wait a bit and then let us know which. Um, I want to know Maurice's skincare routine. <laughs> <laughs>